Hallelujah. Good morning, everyone. You're welcome to the Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion with the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, praise the Lord. Right away, we're going to be praying. Having China in view, Luke 5, verse 6, it says, And when they had this done, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their nets break. We're going to be praying for souls around the world, China in focus, especially for those regions where the gospel is prohibited. Regions where there has been chaos, turmoil, and instability, that the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ is coming to them by free cause or hinder. Your hearts and souls are receptive to the gospel. We affirm that all our sowing efforts are yielding a multiplied harvest. Our work is effective. Our structure is effective. The church is growing and expanding and retaining everyone who has and who will come into the body of Christ. We affirm that the spirit of God is working in us. The angels are constantly at work in the people as they are one to the Lord. They are steadfast in faith, serving the Lord. We're going to be praying. Yes, hallelujah. Our soul winning efforts by the power of the Holy Ghost. Even as we're praying, even as we're ministering to the Lord, many souls are being won, hallelujah, in the nation of China, glory to God. Yes, even where the gospel has been prohibited in the nations of China, whatever regions, and the inhumane treatment going on, irrespective of all that, the gospel has free course on him that in the nation of China, hallelujah, their hearts are receptive to the gospel and every deception of the leaders, we call it down. That has lingered them to put, let them to put their, their citizens in the state where their liberties are taken away from them. We break all such bonds, hallelujah, and declare that the word is having free course on him, that the soul-winning efforts in the nation of China is effective, the structures are effective, and the church is growing and retaining everyone, hallelujah, even in the nation of China. Let us begin to pray at this time. Can you meet yourself as we pray? Thank you. 
Oh, hallelujah. China belongs to God. China is the Lord. Hallelujah. Lenta visu pradagavashatakabaya. Zento pono grondo fedekibaya. Many more souls. Hallelujah. I warn in the nation of China. Lake is a fedekibaya lavasutukubui. Boshikila gratista atakabaya. Yes, hallelujah. Bondo koshatakabaya. Bondo safred astikabaya. Yes, they are prepared for the coming of the Lord. Hallelujah. Every opposition against the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ in the nation of China, we cut them off. We render them useless and ineffective by the power of the Holy Ghost. Yes, their hearts are receptive to the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, Every so many efforts. In the nation of China, yes, it is effective. The structures are effective and is yielding maximum results. Hallelujah. China belongs to God. China belongs to God. Mundo frakaziki. Blessed be your name, O God. Yes, hallelujah. For your spirit is at work in us. Yes, your spirit is at work, hallelujah. In the nation of China, the angels are constantly at work in the nation of China. Thank you, hallelujah. China is for the Lord's purpose. Glory, 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 hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, precious Father. For in Jesus' precious name, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good night. Depending on what part of the world 
you're connected from at this time. You are welcome to be inspired by the word global times of devotion with the Lord. I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed sister Maka for the opportunity to lead the saints of God in this time of intercessory prayers for the nations of the world, especially China. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. Right away, we're going to be going to a session of praise and worship, after which we'll be going into the Rhapsody of Realities segments. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Over to you, dear sister Grace. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Thank you so much, esteemed Pastor Debbie, for that amazing session of prayer. And thank you so much, esteemed Amarag, for the opportunity to lead God's people in worship. Thank you so much, ma. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on where you're connected from at this time. Right where you are, just lift up your hands in worship to our King. Oh, Lord, we love you forever. Raka bashata la brado. mashkali brado zoko ba'ayna mahanze tirikede bosh. The word is the same now and always. Bashara la katabara la basiti. Time and time again. Mm-hmm. Proven you're the same. Your word will never fail. Oh God, you remain the same today. Oh. God from age to age, faithful through and through, your word will never fail. You remain the same today. Oh, your steadfast love never ceases. Your faithfulness is forever. Your steadfast love never ceases. You change not, oh Jesus. You change not, oh Jesus. Your steadfast love never ceases. Your faithfulness is forever. Your steadfast love never ceases. You change not, oh Jesus. You change not, oh Jesus. You are God from age to age. Oh. Faithful, just, and true. Oh, your word will never fail. You remain the same today. Hallelujah, yes. Love so pure and true. Mm. 
I found my place in you. Oh God, your words will never fail. Jesus, you remain the same today. Our Father, your steadfast love never ceases. Your faithfulness is forever. Your steadfast love never ceases. You change not, oh Jesus. You change not, oh Jesus. Your steadfast love never ceases. Your faithfulness is forever. Your steadfast love never ceases. You change not, oh Jesus. You never change, sweet Jesus. Yes, you change not, oh Jesus. 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 Your word is the same, oh Jesus. Your mercy is anew every morning, oh Jesus. Your love is solid as rock, oh Jesus. Yes, you change not, oh Jesus. You load me with benefits daily, oh Jesus. Yes, you change not, oh Jesus. The same yesterday, today, oh Jesus, you are the same forever, oh Jesus. You change not, oh Jesus. You change not. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on what part of the world you are connected from at this time. And I'd like to say a very big thank you to the highly esteemed Sister Maka for this wonderful privilege to take us through the devotional this morning. And also, I'd like to say a very big thank you to all. to Esteemed Pastor Debbie and Pastor and Sister Grace for that amazing prayer session and worship session. Praise God. Hallelujah. Okay, today's devotional. Ever increasing faith. Hallelujah. Neither do we go beyond our limits by boasting of works done by others. Our hope is that as your faith continues to grow, our area of activity among you 
will greatly expand 2 Corinthians 10, 15, New International Version. The life we have in Christ is from faith to faith, ever-increasing faith. Talking about the gospel, the Bible says, for it is, for in it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. Romans 1, verse 17, New King James Version. The more you receive God's word, the greater your faith, because faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Romans chapter 10, verse 17. Open yourself to ever-increasing faith. Don't stop where you have been. Take off the lead. In some of Paul's writing, we read of his emphasis on ever-increasing faith. In 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 3, for example, he compliments them on their increasing faith. Your faith grows exceedingly, and the charity of every one of you, of every one of you all towards each other abounded. Hallelujah. If you have an ever, if you have ever-increasing faith, it will result to an ever-increasing ministry, ever-expanding ministry. The same theme. The same theme scripture in the Amplified Classic says, we do not boast therefore beyond our proper limits over other men's labor, but we have the hope and confident expectation that as your faith continues to grow, our field among you will be greatly enlarged, still within the limits of our commission. In other words, with ever increasing faith, you stay focused in your vision while you are expanding. Praise God. If you are a leader in any capacity in the church, build your faith and the faith of your members. When your faith and their faith increases, the work will, be, will, the work will also greatly expand and increase. In a church or group where the faith of the people is low, the work of God will be low. This helps you understand why the teaching of faith, the work of faith, and the life of faith is very essential. To learn more on faith and how it works, order the book. How to make your faith work from the Rhapsody of Reality App Store. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Ever increasing faith. Praise God. Oh, Shagda Kadra Kadila Krosovra Dijalamandia. What more can we see? The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That's the, that's the only way the Bible tells us that faith can be increased by the word of God. And the, the application of the word which you receive is like a man who, who wants to strengthen his muscles. What he does primarily is to use his muscles in other words, hit the gym. He carry objects. From time to time, he increases them. As he carries, maybe he begins to carry maybe 10 kg, 10 kg, 10 kg. After a while, he increases to 20. After a while, he increases to 30. But he must carry those objects. He must carry them so that he can strengthen his muscle and increase his strength capacity. In the same way, your faith must be tried. You must use it. But firstly, you must increase it by the study of the word. The more the word of God comes into your spirit, the more it sinks deep into your spirit, the more faith you have. And for this faith to be increased, you must use the one you have. How do you use it in ministry, in soul winning? How do you use your faith? In your response to the things of life. When the trials of life come to you, what is your first response? What happens? What do you see? What do you respond to? You are told this happens, that happens. What do you do? Do you go sober? Do you cry? Do you get destabilized? Absolutely distorted? Or do you say, no, it is well? What's your response? Do you respond in faith or in fear? In the life of ever-increasing faith, Your love work will also be tested. 
because faith and work, the Bible says faith, hope, and love, three of them abide. So in your ever-increasing faith must come an ever-increasing love. The Bible says Jesus asked Peter, he said, do you love me? Peter said, of course I do. He said, feed my lambs. The response to his love for Christ was to feed, was to feed his lamb, was to preach the gospel. And pastor is telling us today, he says, when your faith and that of your members increase, it will cause an ever-increasing ministry. It will cause you to go out there to win souls. It will cause you to, to minister to others. It will cause you to heal the sick. It will cause you to speak life to others. Because the Bible says the first man, Adam, was a living soul. The last one, Adam, that's Christ, is a life-giving spirit. And we are off the lineage of the last Adam. So we are life-giving spirits. In your walk of an ever-increasing faith, you must walk as a life-giving spirit, as one who goes out there to give life to many that are dead out there. There's nothing deader than a man who's not born again. A man who's disconnected from God, who's an alien in the kingdom of God. So as a Christian, as one who's living a life of ever-increasing faith, you must reach out. You must touch the unclean, whether you like it or not. You must go out there to witness. I asked a dear friend one day, I said, are you born again? He said, yes. I said, have you received the Holy Ghost? He said, yes. I said, how do you know you have received the Holy Spirit? He said, I speak in tongues. I laughed. I said, yes, it's, um, it's one of the signs. The Bible says, this sign shall follow them that believe. In my name, they will cast out devil. He will speak in new tongues. Yes. But it didn't say that's a sign that shows that you have the Holy Spirit. But the Bible says in Romans chapter 1, verse 8, it says, when the, Spirit of, when the Spirit came upon them, they went out, they ministered. The, 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 the evidence to show that the Holy Ghost is, is, is in you is that you will minister, you will preach the gospel. As soon as the Spirit came, they went out to minister. And that day, 3,000 souls were added. From then on, continue ever-increasing ministry, ever-increasing life of soul winning. One of the beautiful things about life is knowledge cannot be withheld. Knowledge must be it must be dispersed. As you receive from the Lord, you must tell others. As you receive from the Lord, you must minister to others. And faith comes by hearing from receiving from the Lord. As it comes, then you give to others. That's a demonstration of your faith in the word that you've received. A life of ever-increasing faith. Where things don't move you like Paul, you say, none of these things move me. Because you operate from a dimension that is higher than the natural realm. You operate from a dimension where you don't see things with the human perspective. But you see things in a godly realm, in a godly perspective. Where it doesn't matter. You look around and it seems like, hey, things are not working out the way you want or the way you expected. You begin to speak to situations around you because you know of a sure thing that you don't operate from that realm. The Bible says the children of Israel carried their own atmosphere. You have an atmosphere with the spirit of God. It's an atmosphere of joy, of peace, of prosperity, of abundance. And the Bible says they just, you shall live by faith, by an ever-increasing faith every day. As you hear the word, just like you're hearing it this morning, your faith is increased. Your faith is alive. Your faith, your faith is quickened. Strength is restored to that bones. Peace is restored to that home. Joy is restored to that life. 
Has there been, has there been some complications? Have you gone through a business and it seems that you lost money? Are they threatening to take you? Threatening you with several arrests and all? It's a life of ever-increasing faith. Your faith would definitely cause you to rise above it. Your faith will cause everything to turn around. It's a life of ever-increasing faith. And when there's an ever-increasing faith, there is an ever-increasing joy. Because you know that the joy of the Lord is your strength. You cannot falter. You cannot fail. Every day you look forward in hope. Every day you know you are daily loaded with benefits. Every day you know your cup overflows. It's an ever-increasing faith. You know the God whom you serve. You know the one whom you carry. You know that the Holy Ghost is present in you. It is a life of faith. The funny thing about life is that every human being has faith. It depends on what you have faith in. You go to sleep. You are not expecting not to wake up. That's faith. You know you wake up. You want to travel. You don't know who the driver is. You never ask for his CV on, or his um, driving experience. You just enter the bus, the car, the plane, the canoe, the pennant, the ship, or the speedboat, whichever it is, the vessel, the ferry. You go in there, not even knowing who the person, who the, the, um, the one who is supposed to drive is, or the pilot. You don't know who the person is, but you just believe that the person should be experienced enough. That's faith. Do you even know if the car was serviced or if the, if, the, if, the, if the airplane was serviced? You don't know, but you believe they should have done it. They are supposed to have done some due diligence. They are supposed to. So you trust, you have faith that they should. As a Christian, it is best you have faith in the word of God. It is best that your life is rooted and grounded in the world, no matter what happens, come what may, no matter what situation. As you behold the word of God, like in the mirror, you are transformed, totally transformed into the very image of the world. No matter where you are, no matter where you were, no matter where you are at this present time, the world has the ability, the eternal efficacy to transform your life. It doesn't matter. And the, the word of God has the power to give you instant miracles, instant miracles from the prison to the, to the throne overnight. Faced by enemies and deceased parted in front of them. Thrown into the lion's den and the lion couldn't open his mouth. Thrown into the blazing furnace and the fire couldn't hurt them. A life of ever-increasing faith gives you or causes you to enact the miraculous at all times. And as you go forth today, be sure that everywhere you go, the miraculous is enacted because that same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is at work in you. Be conscious of his presence. Be conscious he's there with you. Be conscious you carry him. And in the consciousness of this, with the consciousness of an ever-increasing faith, it's a beautiful life and an amazing day. A day filled with testimonies of the miraculous and testimonies of soul winning. Open your mouth and preach the gospel to somebody today because with an ever-increasing faith is an ever-increasing ministry. Thank you so much. Everyone, and thank you so much, esteemed Stamaka, for this wonderful privilege. And at this point, I'll kindly hand over to the esteemed Pastor Inuit to go through the next segment of the meeting.
Thank you, esteemed brother Martins, for the Rhapsody of Realities devotion. We are going to go over to the Bible study segment for today's devotion. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on where you are connected now. I want to say a big thank you to Star, esteemed Sister Maka for this opportunity. We are going to do further studies for today's Rhapsody, 2 Thessalonians chapter 1. We ought and indeed are obligated as though in depth to give thanks always to God for you, brethren, as is fitting, because your faith is growing exceedingly, and the love of every one of you, each towards the others, is increasing and abounds. Second Corinthians chapter 10, 15 says, we are not trying to take credit for the ministry done by others, going beyond the limits God set for us. Instead, our hope serves as your faith, continues to grow, causing a great expansion of our ministry among you. Praise the Lord. We're going to take the confession together. Please do not omit your mic. Just repeat after me. By my faith, I'm leaping over walls. The world is beating down before me. I reign over Satan and the elements of this world. My life is for the glory of God. His glory in and through me is ever increasing. As I fulfill his purpose for my life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Praise the Lord. We are going over to the New Testament reading for today. And we are still in the book of Luke chapter 22. From 47. From 39, sorry. Caption, the Garden of Gethsemane. Jesus left the upper room with his disciples and as was his habit, went to Mount Olives, his place of secret prayer. There he told the apostles, keep praying for strength to be spared from the severe test of your faith that's about to come. Then he withdrew from them a short distance to be alone. Kneeling down, he prayed, Father, if you are willing, Take this cup of agony away from me. But no matter what, your will must be mine. Jesus called, for an, Jesus called for an angel of glory to strengthen him. And the angel appeared. He prayed even more passionately, like one being sacrificed, until he was in such intense agony of spirits that his sweat became drops of blood dripping onto the ground. When Jesus finished praying, he got up and went to his disciples and found them all asleep, for they were exhausted and overwhelmed with sorrow. Why are you sleeping? He asked them. You need to be alert and pray for strength to endure the great temptation. Caption, Judas betrayed Jesus. No sooner had he finished speaking, when suddenly a mob approached and in front of the mob was his disciples, Judas. He walked up close to Jesus and greeted him with a kiss, for he had agreed to give the religious leaders a sign, saying, The one I kiss is the one to seize. Jesus looked at him with sorrow and said, A kiss, Judas? Are you really going to betray the Son of Man with a kiss? 49. When the other disciples understood what was happening, they asked, Lord, shall we fight them with our sword? Just then, one of the disciples swung his sword at his high priest servant and slashed off his right ear. Jesus stopped the incident from escalating any further by saying, Enough of this. Then he touched the right side of the angel's man's head, and the ear grew back. He was healed. Jesus turned to those who had come to seize him, the ruling priests, the officers of the temple police, and the religious leaders, and said, Am I a criminal that you should come to capture me with clubs and swords? Wasn't I with you all day? Wasn't I with you day after day teaching in the temple courts? You could have seized me at any time, but in the darkness of night, you have now found your time, for it belongs to you and to your prince of darkness. Caption. 
Peter denies he knew Jesus. The religious leader seized Jesus and led him away. But Peter followed from a safe distance. They brought him to the home of the high priests, where people were already gathered out in the courtyard. Someone had built a fire, so Peter inched closer and sat down among them to stay warm. Again, noticed Peter sitting in the firelight, staring at him. She pointed him out and said, this man is one of Jesus' disciples. Peter flatly denied it, saying, what are you talking about, girl? I don't know him. A little while later, someone else spotted Peter and said, I recognize you. You are one of his. I know it. Peter again said, I'm not one of his disciples. About an hour later, someone else identified Peter and he insisted he was a disciple of Jesus, saying, Look at him. He's from Galilee, just like Jesus. I know he's one of them. But Peter was adamant. Listen, I don't know what you are talking about. Don't you understand? I don't even know him. While the words were still in his mouth, the rooster crowed. At that moment, the Lord, who was being led through the courtyard by his captors, turned around and gazed at Peter. All at once, Peter remembered the words Jesus had prophesied over him. Before the rooster crows in the morning, you will deny three times that you even knew me. Peter burst into tears, ran off from the crowd, and wept bitterly. Caption, Jesus is mocked and severely beaten. Those who were guarding Jesus mocked and beat him severely. They also made fun of him, blindfolding him and slapping his face and saying, prove that you are a prophet and tell us which one of us hits you. They blasphemed and heaped insults after insults upon him. Praise the Lord. Let's come to the end of today's New Testament reading. Thank you, esteemed brother Martin, for sharing your screen. I'm going to hand over to esteemed brother John for the Old Testament reading. Do you have a nice day, everybody? I just wanted you to continue. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Welcome to Old Testament segment. Thank you so much, Pastor Yoni, <clears throat> for that um, interesting and praise God. Thank you, esteemed Amarak, for this opportunity. I do not take it lightly at all. Today, we're reading the book of First Samuel, chapter 29 to 31, living by Matthews. I can also display the scriptures on the screen. The Philistine army, number one, the Philistine army now mobilized at Afrika, and the Israelis camped at the springs in Jezreel. As the Philistine captains were leading out their troops by battalions and companies, David and his men marched at the rear with King Akish. But the Philistine commanders demanded, what are these Israelis doing here? I feel like reading from the previous chapter so that you can get the contest. But um, you can do that on your own. Okay, on verse 3. But the Philistine commanders demanded, what are these Israelis doing here? And King Achish told them, this is David, the runaway servant of King Saul of Israel. He's been with me for years, and I've never found one fault in him since he arrived. But the Philistine leaders were angry. Send them back aren't going into the battle because he will turn against us. Is there any better way for him to reconcile himself with his master and by turning against us in the battle? This is the same man the women of Israel sang about in their dances. Saul has slain his thousands and David his ten thousands. So Akish finally summoned David and his men. I swear by the Lord, he told them, you are some of the finest men I've ever met and I think you should go with us. But my commander said no. Please don't upset them. But go back quietly. What have I done to deserve this treatment, David demanded? Why can't I fight your enemies? But Akish insisted, as far as I'm concerned, you are as perfect as an angel of God. My commanders are afraid to have you with them in the battle. Now get up early in the morning and leave as soon as it's light. 
as soon as it is light. So David headed back into the land of the Philistines, while the Philistine army went on to Jezreel. Three days later, when David and his men arrived home at their city in Ziklag, they found that the Amalekites had raided the city and burned it to the ground, carrying off all the women and children. Ah, as David and his men looked at the ruins and realized what had happened to their families, they wept until they could weep no more. David's two wives, Ahinoam and Abigail, were among those who had been captured. David was seriously worried for, in their bitter grief for their children. His men began talking of killing him. David took strength from the Lord. James said, David encouraged himself from the Lord. Praise God. Verse 7, then he said to Abiathar, the priest, bring me the effort. So Abiathar brought it. David asked the Lord, shall I chase them? Will I catch them? And the Lord told him, yes, go after them. You will recover everything that was taken from you. One thing we must learn from David is he always asks, before he makes any decision, he always asks the Lord for what to do. Verse 9, so David and his 600 men set out after the Amalekites. When they reached Bessel Brook, 200 of the men were too exhausted to cross, but the other 400 kept going. Along the way, they found an Egyptian youth in a field and brought him to David. He had not had anything to eat or drink for three days and nights, so they gave him part of a fig cake, two clusters of raisins and some water, and his strength soon returned. Who are you and where do you come from? David asked. I'm an Egyptian, servant of an Amalekite. My master left me behind three days ago because I was sick. We are on our way back from raiding the Cherethites in the Negev and had raided the south of Judah and the land of Caleb and had burned Ziklag. Can you tell me where they went? David asked. The young man replied, If you swear by God's name that you will not kill me or give me back to my master, then I will guide you to them. So he led them to the Amalekites and camped. They were spread out across the fields, eating and drinking and dancing with joy because of the vast amount of loot they had taken from the Philistines and from the men of Judah. David and his men rushed in among them and slaughtered them all that night and the entire next day until no one escaped except 400 young men who fled on camels. David got back everything they had taken. The men recovered their families and all of their belongings and David rescued his two wives. His troops rounded up all the flocks and herds and drove them on ahead of them. These are all yours personally as your reward, they told him. When they reached Bessel Brook and the 200 men who had been too exhausted to go on, David greeted them joyfully. Some of the ruffians among David's men declared, they didn't go with us, so they can't have any of the loot. Give them their wives and their children. Tell them to be gone. But David said, no, my brothers, the Lord has kept us safe. And helped us defeat the enemy. Do you think that anyone will listen to you when you talk like this? We share and share alike. Those who go to battle and those who guard the equipment. From then on, David made this a law for all of Israel. And it is still followed. When he arrived at Ziklag, he sent part of the loot to the elders of Judah. There is a present for you taken from the Lord's enemies. He wrote them. The gifts were sent to the elders in the following cities. Where David and his men had been. Bethel, South Ramoth, Jatar, Aroa, Sifmoth, Eshtemoah, Rakal, the cities of the Jeramelites, the cities of the Kenites, Homa, Borashan, Atash, Hebron. Praise the Lord. The last chapter of the day, chapter 31. Meanwhile, the Philistines had begun the battle against Israel, and Israelis fled from them and were slaughtered wholesale. On Mount Giboa, the Philistines closed in on Saul and killed his sons, Jonathan, Abinadab, and Malkishua. Then the archers overtook Saul and wounded him badly. They groaned to his armor bearer, Kill me with your sword before these hidden Philistines capture me and torture me. When his armor bearer was afraid to, but Saul took his own sword and fell upon the point of the bill and it pierced him through. When his armor bearer saw what he was, that he was dead. He also fell upon his sword and died with him. So Saul, his armor bearer, his three sons, and his troops died together that day. 
when the Israelis on the other side of the valley and beyond the Jordan heard that their, their comrades had fled and that Saul and his sons were dead, they abandoned their cities and the Philistines lived in them. The next day, when the Philistines went out to strip the dead, they found the bodies of Saul and, three, and his three sons of Mount Gibor. They cut off Saul's head and stripped off his armor sent the wonderful news of Saul's death to their idols and to the people throughout their land. His armor was placed in the temple of Ashtaroth, and his body was fastened to the wall of Beth Shan. But when the people of Jabesh Gilead heard that the what the Philistines had done, warriors from that time traveled all night to Beth Shan and took down the bodies of Saul and his sons from the wall and brought them to Jabesh, where they cremated them. Then they buried their remains beneath the oak tree of Jabesh and fasted for seven days. Praise be unto God. This concludes the book of First Samuel. Hallelujah. Over to Estimbra Martins. Thank you very much, everyone. Thank you so much, Estimbra John. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening once again to everyone. Depending on what part of the world you're connected from at this time. And I'd like to say a very big thank you to the Estimbra Tamaka for this wonderful privilege. Praise God. At this point, we'll be going to the affirmation segment of our meeting. Praise the Lord, and the affirmation will be on the screen shortly. we start the affirmation by taking our names. My name is, you say your name. I have the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Christ. The next paragraph, I, your name, I'm granted according to the riches of the glory of Christ. The third paragraph, I, your name, my love abounds more and more in knowledge and in all judgment. And at this point, I will kindly ask everyone to please unmute their mics as we take our affirmation at the count of three. One, two, three. My Praise God, praise God, praise God, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. At this point, we're going to the communion segment of our meeting, and our text is taken from 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. Now, one beautiful thing about um, reading our scriptures is there's always something to hold on to every time we read the scriptures, praise God. And today is not different. Praise the Lord. You know, the Bible says David inquired of the Lord after they are taking his family and other families in Judah to captive. The Bible says he inquired of the Lord and the Lord said to him, he asked, shall we go 
Shall we overtake? Shall we recover? He said, go, overtake, and you shall doubtlessly recover all. Praise God. Today, as our man of God has told us in our devotional, it's an ever-increasing time, an era of an ever-increasing faith. So, in that your work of ever-increasing faith, you shall go forth. You shall overtake, and you will definitely and doubtless recover all that was taken from you or stolen from you or that you seem to have lost. Remember the Bible says that the years that the canker worm, the palmer worm, the locusts or the caterpillars eaten, he said God will replenish them. He will restore it back to you. Yes, he will restore it back by the power of the Holy Ghost. Praise God. For I receive of the law that which also I delivered unto you that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed to bread and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, take it, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Liros ax sacrodi throglarindas agradeli kriskoshkadi Miligrato zok rasi vrandos mrogolik tokori baring deglishted frigadi kakayida goskadi guri bento jalaman duri gedragadila krastos kori andij. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you for the bread of life that came down from heaven. And as we eat this bread, we declare in the name of the Lord Jesus that we are one with Christ. We are one bread. We thank you, Lord. For our lives are hid in Christ and God. Christ is our life. Christ is our life. Christ is our life. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you praise. Go ahead and bring the bread and eat it. Praise God forevermore. After the same man, I also took the cup when he has sobbed, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This year, as oft as you drink it in remembrance of me, for as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the lost death till he comes. See the Kai Kastatakash, good brother on the sacred. He Nikis Koskovratosi and Brugadori and Degredila Kavrati Jalamandia. Zogobarak de Kroski, Jivre Degredila Kardori and Tijalamandia. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you for the cup of the everlasting covenants. As we take this cup this day, you declare it's a day of the stamp of approval. It's a day where all agreements are signed. Well, everything that needs to be approved is approved. We declare in the name of the Lord Jesus that angels are dispatched even now to go and cause every lingering business, every lingering con contract to be approved by the spirits in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Oh, Shaka Baba Bragabondia. For today, it's a day of testimonies galore in businesses by the power of the Holy Ghost. There was a quantum leap, an expansion, a vigorous expansion in businesses by the power of the Spirit. Approvals, approvals, approvals in the name of the Lord Jesus. Approvals, yes, it's stamped and sealed, signed, sealed, delivered in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. We give you praise. Go ahead and take the cup. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. We give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen. At this point, I will kindly hand over to the esteemed. Once again, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Damaka for this wonderful privilege. And at this point, I will kindly hand over to the esteemed pastor in here today goes through the next segment of the meeting. Glory to God, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. We are going over to the celebration segments for today's devotion. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everyone, depending on where you are at the moment. I want to say a big thank you to esteemed sister Maka for this opportunity. Let's quickly come to the chat room. If today is your birthday, birthday of your loved one, wedding anniversary, or whatever it is that you are celebrating, 
please come to the chat room and let's celebrate with you. If today is your first time for connecting with us for the devotion, please want to meet with you and want to pray for you. Please come to the chat room, say your name, where you are connected from, and who invited you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Do we have birthdays today? Today is the 27th of April. Praise the Lord. Rhoda says, um, today is my friend's birthday. Her name is Rabiotu. Happy birthday to your friend. God's blessings now and always. Angie says, I'm Sister Angie Peter, and it's my birthday today. I'm grateful to God for his graciousness and faithfulness. Happy birthday to you, esteemed Sister Angie. God is indeed gracious and kind. Congratulations on a new level. Um, well says, today my friend's birthday, name is Anu. Happy birthday, Sister Anu. God's blessings now and always. Excellence says, yesterday was my elder brother's birthday. His name is Emmanuel. Happy birthday to Emmanuel. God's blessings now and always. Cutie Pear says, hooray, it's my niece's 23rd birthday. Her name is Olami Posi. Happy birthday to your niece. God's blessings now and always. Gozi says, today is my niece's birthday. Her name is Chisong. Happy birthday to you, Chisong. God is indeed gracious and kind. God's blessings to you now and always. Lerato says, we are celebrating Freedom Day in South Africa today. Congratulations. Congratulations. Uh, Epi says, yesterday was my cousin's Justice Kanabia's birthday. Happy birthday to your cousin. God's blessings now and always. Brother Martins is saying, happy birthday, esteemed sister Angie Peters. God bless you. Sister Grace is saying, happy birthday, sister Angie. God bless you. Um, but Sister Emrad is saying happy birthday to all the celebrants. Praise the Lord. Congratulations, Sister Angie. Happy birthday to you. I'm going to hand over to esteemed Brother Martins to pray for all the celebrants. Congratulations, South Africa. Um, Alex says, my name is Alex. Today is my first time and it's my birthday. Who invited you, Alex, please? And please, where are you connecting from? First of all, why we wait for you to say who invited you and where you are connecting from? I'm going to say a big happy birthday to you. God is indeed gracious and kind. It's a new year for you. And it's from glory to glory. Esteemed brother Alex said he's connecting from Dubai and he was invited by sister Emelda on his birthday. We're excited to have you in our midst. You are in for a great time. Welcome to our family, praise the Lord. Um, Sister Queen says, today is my friend's birthday. Her name is Precious. Happy birthday to Precious. God is indeed gracious and kind. It's a new level of glory to you. Sister Emerald is saying, welcome esteemed brother Alex and happy birthday to you. Um, Chidima says, happy birthday to all our celebrants. Okay. All right, we are going to pray for all our birthday celebrants, Sister Angie and esteemed Brother Alex. Father, we thank you for all the celebrants. Indeed, it is a new day. We thank you for the blessings of today. We thank you for the great for the favor. We thank you for all the blessings that you have you have prepared for them today. We thank you for as a as they clock a new year, new grace, new level of grace, new level of grace, hallelujah, new level of grace in the name of Jesus, new doors have opened, new opportunities, new grace, hallelujah, favor, favor, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus, they will experience joy unspeakable and full of glory. This year is the, is the best they have experienced so far. For the message of God has increased in their life. The grace of God has increased in their life. In the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you for Brother Alex. That he's joining us today for the first time. 
I pray that you will have answers to all his questions. You will meet him at the point of his need. You will answer all his prayers in the name of Jesus. And I pray that as he takes in the word of God, his, his life is moving from glory to glory in the name of Jesus. He will be a constant testimony. Amen. And kings will come to the brightness of his rising. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. His life is an example to his family. He's going to be an example. His story is a story of God's grace, of God's mercies, and of God's abundant favor. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Congratulations, everyone. Happy birthday, esteemed sister Angie and brother Alex. Please, we are going to, um, we have come to the end of today's devotion. Please go to the, um, let's unmute our mic and say the devotion. Praise the Lord. The benediction, sorry. Can we unmute and say the benediction? May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you.